and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Praise God. Lord, we declare that indeed there is nothing that our hearts want more than you. Lord, I pray that may there be nothing that will hold, we will hold back from you. Lord, we just want to say, you are all we are after. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Hey, everybody, we are looking at First Peter for quite some time now. And in this morning worship and prayer, we are looking at chapter 3 for the third week now. We are particularly interested in this chapter because it teaches us how God wants us to relate to the institutions of our society. I think it's very uh, important that we understand this right now, given what's happening in our society nowadays. It's also interesting to note that this particular chapter of First Peter talks about the suffering that followers of Christ, believers, Christians, can and will go through in choosing to do what is right. Suffering is real. So we're going to read about that in this passage today. First Peter chapter 3, verse 18, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit, in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison, because they formerly did not obey, when God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to Him. Praise God. If you didn't notice, verse 18 started with the word for. Actually, in the New English Translation, it used the word because. You know, what it means is this. Whatever Peter is going to say after that, he says it to support what he has already said in the previous verse, in verse 17, which is, For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. It's better to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. If you're going to suffer anyway, suffer for doing good rather than for doing evil. Again, that theme of suffering, which is we're not really foreign. It's not really foreign to us. Peter was just acknowledging the reality of the suffering that the Gentile believers were facing at the time because of their faith in Christ. You know, many scholars are divided regarding it. Some describe it to be an empire-wide, state-sponsored banning of the Christians to profess their faith. 
But others believe it was more of a persistent slander and verbal abuse from non-believing outsiders aimed at demeaning, shaming, and discrediting the Christians in the court of public opinion. Well, whatever it was, first of all, we can relate to that. But, you know, we understand it resulted to real suffering. Not just any suffering, but suffering as a result of believing what they believed in, suffering as a result of doing what is good, doing what is righteous, instead of doing evil. I believe this is something that many Christians also experience now, not just in the pandemic, but in this day and age of experiencing the hardship of being on the other side of what is the opinion of other people. Now, whatever kind of suffering you may be going through right now, I hope that you get encouraged by what Peter is saying to the Gentile believers during that time. And I believe God is speaking to you today. In our passage of Scripture, Peter offers two illustrations of the truth that he just spoke in verse 17, which I summarize to be, we can stand for Christ in the midst of suffering and persecution. His first illustration of that truth is Christ himself. In verse 18, he said, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. Now, if Christ, who did not deserve to suffer, suffered, then we could say, we are in good company. If you are in Christ and you're suffering because of your faith in him, you are in good company because he himself suffered also. There are two things I believe that we could never ever say. Number one, we could never ever say no one understands our suffering because Christ does. He suffered too. Actually, he suffered more. And secondly, we could say, we could never ever say or think that we don't deserve to suffer. We could say that, but we cannot say that righteously. We cannot say, I don't deserve to suffer. Yes, we do. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, for the wages of sin is death. Because of the sin in our system, it causes us to suffer. And this sin that we do, we do willingly. And so we could not say we don't deserve the consequences. We don't deserve the suffering that is caused by our sin. Because we do. When we suffer, we cannot righteously say, I don't deserve this. Because only Christ can say that. Yet, he still suffered. And get this, he suffered for us, for our sins. He didn't have to, but he did to save us. And so, Peter said further in verse 18, the righteous for 
the unrighteous. We have to be clear about something here. The righteous in that verse is Jesus Christ and Jesus alone. We are the unrighteous here. And Christ suffered to bring us to God because there is no other way. It was a suffering that Christ was willing to face. And He stood for that because of us. So we too, in this time of suffering for our faith, we could say, like in verse 17, we can stand for Christ in the midst of suffering and persecution. For Christ also suffered. That's the first illustration. The second illustration of Peter is Noah. In verse 20, he said, Because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through water. Now, this is a very difficult passage of Scripture to interpret, and, and many scholars are divided into what this means. But if you just stay in the realm of the big picture, this is an illustration of Peter about suffering. First, it was Christ who suffered, and now he's saying Noah also did suffer. He suffered doing the right thing. He suffered doing what God has called him to do. Imagine building the ark for, you know, people say around 120 years. 100 years. I can imagine the people mocking him. What are you doing? We're so far from the, bod the body of water. What is this that you're doing? An ark, a boat for rain? For a flood? We have to understand they haven't really experienced rain at the time. And so there was really no reason for a flood. It's all foreign to them. And so the mocking continued, I, I assume, for a hundred years. Yet, when the flood came, when the rain came, when it did come, Noah's suffering actually saved him and those who believed him. Today, looking at those two illustrations, Christ's suffering, doing the right thing, Noah suffering for righteousness, doing the right thing for his faith, in God, today, believers around the world is, are still suffering. We suffer from natural disasters. We suffer from economic disasters. We suffer from health reasons, COVID-19. We suffer from political and military wars. But also, we suffer because of our faith in Jesus Christ. Sometimes our persecution comes even from other Christians who disagree with us. But remember, this morning, let's remember, the Bible says that if we are persecuted because of our faith, you know, not because we are obnoxious or unruly or difficult people, but, but because of the righteousness and kindness that we practice because of our faith, Jesus says we are actually blessed. Matthew 5, 10, Jesus said, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account, Jesus said. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Our public declaration of faith and the way we stand by our faith, by doing the right thing, the integrity that comes from honoring God in our response and reaction to the persecution we receive for doing the right thing, for doing what God has called us to do, for choosing love and honor. It's not only worth it. They are our protection and vindication and according to Jesus, our blessing. Whoever you are out there this morning, are you feeling the suffering nowadays? Not just any suffering because of some natural things that happen, but even the suffering because of your faith. I pray that, that as we hear Peter's encouragement today to the Gentile believers in his time, this will also encourage us, encourage us to stand and keep standing for righteousness in the midst of persecution and suffering. Let me encourage you with these words from the Apostle Paul to the Galatians as I close. Galatians 6, 9, And let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. We can stand for Christ in the midst of suffering and persecution. Let's worship God one more time. You are faithful and true, you are good, you are good. You are true to your word, you are good, you are good. There's nothing that my heart wants more than you you are all I'm after there's nothing that I'm holding back from you you are all I'm after there's nothing that my heart wants more than you
Lord, thank you so much for the grace to, first of all, believe in your faithfulness and your goodness that will never change. But Lord, also, I thank you for the grace that you give all believers who are worshiping with us this morning and those who will uh, watch this later in the day. Thank you for the grace that you're giving them to stand for what is right, to choose to respond in a God-honoring way, even when they're so tempted to do evil. I pray that what Peter said in verse 17 of chapter 3 will always resonate in us. It is better to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. I pray, God, that there will be just the grace to never quit in reflecting the love of Christ to the world, even though the treatment on Christians, the treatment sometimes is unfair. So Lord, I pray that you would strengthen today those who are about to quit. I pray that your strength would come upon them right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.